If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Trust me, that's what I'm using. Let me explain all about it. It's free. Who doesn't like free? There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone and computer. No easier way. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the listening devices. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Who doesn't love money? It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, and welcome to the Macabre Family Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie. This is our very, very first episode, so if I sound nervous, I uh, totally am. <laughs> I am here today with my son, Mikhail. Hello, everybody. <laughs> we will have different hosts, but Mikhail will be here for the less murdery episodes. <laughs> so now we're going to go to our story. So our first episode is about the Connecticut witch trials, which I have never heard of. Mikhail, have you learned about Salem witch trials yet in school? Yes, yes, I have. I've watched you... the movie too. What movie? Uh, the one with the three witches. That's Hocus Pocus. Well, that was about them. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. Did... <laughs> Did you learn about it in school, do you recall? No. Okay. Well, the Salem Witch Trials happened in Salem, Massachusetts, and lots of people were killed. But these ones we're going to be talking about happened in Connecticut, which, like I said before, I had never, ever heard of. So growing up in New England, we were all taught about the horrific trials of Salem. Apparently, not all of us were, Mikhail. <laughs> We all heard about the Salem Witch Trials, and if you're anything like me, creep. I've been to Salem a million times, especially around Halloween. My mom brought me as a little kid to the Witch Museum and to see the Hocus Pocus house, which there was, is one in Salem. They did film there, and that was the coolest thing for me to see. So I think that started me being a creepy macabre kid. <laughs> but actually, what they didn't teach you in school was about 40 years before Salem, there was a whole different hysteria in Hartford. And that's what I'm going to be telling you about today. The first woman hung for witchcraft in America, and the first trials in America all happened in Connecticut. So you ready? We're going to go on a journey. Okay, I am ready. <laughs> Do you have any questions before we go on this journey? No. Nothing? No. Okay. I'm waiting to hear the story. Oh. <laughs> well, you see the pages there. There's a few. <laughs> yep. On May 26, in 1647, a woman named Alice Young was hung for witchcraft. Oh, a long, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
This happened at Meeting House Square in Hartford, Connecticut, which is now the site of the old state house. So we could go there and see. Investigate. <laughs> Maybe do some paranormal research out yeah. there. <laughs> Podcast there. Uh, it was a very brief trial she had. But when it comes to the first person accused and hung for witchcraft, we do not know much. It was actually be almost 200 years before anybody even knew what her name was. Isn't that crazy? How did they figure out her name? I actually <laughs> will be telling you that. <laughs> um, um. So, would you like me to know? Do we continue on, or do you want me to tell you how they found out her name first? Found out her name first, okay. please. <laughs> sure. They found out her name because of two journal entries that gave them the information. One was by Governor Winthrop. And he wrote in late May of 1647 that there was one blank. So they kept out the name for the name. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yep. <laughs> blank space for the name um, was hung for witchcraft. And that was it. The second was an entry that simply said May 26, 47, Alice Young was hanged. And that was from Mr. Grant. So these two diary entries said who and where. No one knows why she was accused or what happened to her family after her death. They said she may or may not have had one child. She was middle-aged and she could have possibly had a husband named John. And that is it. It took 200 years to figure that out. And the people, the family members, the descendants of the person that the people that hung her are trying to make amends so they named a probate court in Connecticut after her like a house like a building so wait all they did was name a court after her yes so they hung her uh, for yeah. witchcraft which is I think that's kind of small to re to show remorse just to a family you would think that, that you, yeah I think that's that. a little too small. Yeah, well, I mean, what are you gonna do? I would love being having a building named after me because some I got killed. <laughs> I mean, are you I sure? mean, I think that's a little too small of a thing. I don't think that equals. Out, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, with the first hanging of Alice Young in 1647, the trials of Connecticut would continue on until 1697. Although the last time anybody would be accused was in 1768. But all those people later on accused yeah. usually were acquitted. It was overturned, thrown out. And we'll talk about who and why that has happened. So, when we look back on the witch trials, you have to wonder, how the heck did these people accuse somebody of being a witch? Like, what would make somebody think, hey, lady down the street, you're a witch, right? Isn't you wonder? Yes. I what think, do you think? I think it's because the person hates that other person, and they hate everybody, so they want to get... saying that because you heard me talking about it earlier. <laughs> no, I'm saying that because that would make sense. If you hate somebody, you would want them to get killed, right? Funny enough, some of the people we're actually going to talk about today were people didn't like them, they had... You know, charges against them for theft, stuff like that. So 
So chances are, if you were accused of a witch, it was because you weren't liked. Um. Do you know what the accusations were for some of these people? Could you think of any? Are you going to say what I said earlier? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, the laws that were back in the 1600s were solely based on the Bible. There were 12 capital punishments, and yes, being a witch was one of them. The one biblical passage that was put into law was, Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. So, it says it right there. If you're a witch, you are to die. So, say somebody didn't like me, they could say, Oh, I have a stomach ache. That woman, Stephanie, is sitting on my chest in a ghostly form and punching me and kicking me. Yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah, so what about the religion Wicca? Well, that happened later. Oh, okay, I was about to ask about that. Why would they make a religion if they just going to have all those people killed? Oh, well, that, that comes later. <laughs> okay. So, basically, as if back then, if you were accused of being a witch, you had a quote-unquote trial, and then you were hung yeah. or burned. Or drowned. Well, that was, that was a test. That was one of the tests. <laughs> they would use hot irons on them. They would whip them. They'd tie their arms and legs and put rocks on them and, to see if they would sink or float. Like, there's no way you can't sink if you don't, if you can't swim because your arms you are tied. there's no way you would float, right? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> there's no way you can float if your arms and legs are tied and you well, have... if you were floating, you'd be a witch. See? And that would prove their point. But point either way. Back then, the, the Bible said it. That's what they did. And it was righteous. And as we know that people are still using the Bible today to find ways. Hmm. To I mean, I believe in God and all, but what the Bible says is kind of weird. Or it's how people interpret yeah. what the Bible says. Cause Definitely that. I've talked about people using the Bible against oh, yeah. our LGBTQIA people. Yeah. But they're misinterpreting it or they're taking passages and making them what they want them to be. Yeah. Exactly. So let's begin our story. Okay. In Hartford in 1662, a little eight-year-old girl, her name was Betty Kelly, was stricken with a stomach ache. <laughs> In the midst of her pain, she began to say that Goodwife Ares is upon me. She chokes me, kneels on my belt, pinches me. She will make me black and blue. Now, who knows why this young girl picked the Goodwife to name, but she did, and then the Goodwife was accused of causing Betty's illness and then subsequent death. Supposedly, when she was laid out after she died, she had bruises all over her, but who knows? The real truth, because they're not going to make it. If they accuse somebody of being witched and this person got killed, they're going to make all the evidence. Go against the person that they accuse of being a exactly. witch. Exactly. Next thing you know, neighbors then gave testimony that the good wife Aries 
was carried off by the devil. She was then seen dancing in the woods, circling a caddy, caddy, kettle <laughs> with good wives Seeger and Greensmith. And when her own husband was questioned, he started accusing Rebecca Greensmith, Mary, and Andrew Sanford, claiming that they all were witches. And then Rebecca Greensmith, the Sanfords, were all arrested. Just because somebody said, She's a witch! Goodbye! Wait, so if, if anybody accused somebody of a witch, they were, no matter what, they were going to die. Well, no, no, not necessarily. They were arrested. But there would probably be a good chance they would probably get killed. Or that, hung, or, yeah. Something would happen. It wouldn't be good. Yeah. <clears throat> so, the first lady we will speak of is Rebecca Greensmith. She was not very popular in town. Mm -hmm. um, her pastor called her lewd and uh, old lady. Okay. Yeah, so she was old, she was lewd, and she was ignorant. If somebody did that to my grandmother today, <laughs> or my great-grandmother, I'd probably try and choke them out. No, you wouldn't. I would want to. You'd think about it, but that, but that was it. So, during questioning, Rebecca implicated her own husband, Nathaniel, her third. She was widowed twice, which means two of her husbands died. And several other Hartford residents. So, chances are, when she was questioned, it wasn't them sitting down nicely, like in an interrogation video we see on the TV, saying, just tell me about about what's going on. They were probably threatening her. Or hurting her. Yeah. And said, if you tell us about other people, maybe we'll let you go. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So, she was tossed into prison. During her prison stay, a girl named Ann Cole decided to join in in the crazy nonsense of acting like a fool. Not witchy. She began having strange fits and speaking in a Dutch accent, which is funny enough because a Dutch family had just moved in next door. <laughs> yes. I guess. She cleans Dutch family no, for no, no. this. <laughs> but it's funny that she's speaking in this Dutch tone when she's been hearing it now recently. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. During a prayer session, Anne cried out that Elizabeth Seeger and Rebecca Greensmith were witches and the ones causing her pain. Elizabeth immediately reacted to the ac accusations with the claim that it was all hodgepodge. <clears throat> but then, miraculously, Goodwife Midget, M-I-G-G-A-T, added more accusations, claiming that Seeger appeared to her at night, smacking her in the face, and flying away. So, if somebody miraculously just popped into my room and smacked me, I think I'd be telling people immediately. Yeah, you wouldn't be hiding it for, like... A few days or weeks or years. Exactly. I mean. So it all comes out that she's been smacked in the face by a woman. As soon as. Magically, and f the lady flew, and she didn't tell a single person about it. Not until somebody else submitted. Exactly. If that happened, I'd be telling everybody. Mm-hmm. We posted it on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> or TikTok or Facebook. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> 
So Nathaniel and Rebecca Greensmith were tried. So they had a trial. And I say that as sarcastically as possible. Because we all know. And convicted. No, you're right. Because we all know those trials back then were always going to go bad for the person that was getting tried. Yeah. So they were convicted in January 1663, along with Mary Barnes, whom Rebecca told the court she had meetings with and danced in the woods with her. So apparently, no dancing in the woods, people. Don't do it. So, Nathaniel's conviction was basically, no one seemed to like him. He had conflict with his neighbors, he had been in trouble for theft, stealing barley. So, basically, if people don't like you, you're going to go to court, have a fake court proceeding, and they'll accuse you of witchcraft, and there you go see the gallows. You know what the gallows are? Yep. You do? I forgot the Harry Potter. Aren't the, ga- aren't the gallows in the seventh book? Hallows. Oh, it's hallows. <laughs> I'm sorry, people. So the gallows was, if you watched old westerns, which you should because they're fantastic, I have Jack. They Well, you know that thing they set up in the square, and they walk up, and there's a bar, and they hang them. Oh, yeah. And they it's kick them out from under Like in Pirates of the Caribbean? Yes. There you go. Oh, I don't want gallows it. So, they were not liked. The accused basically didn't have a chance. Any questions about Rebecca or Nathaniel? Not yet. All right. So. The next person we're going to talk about is Mary Johnson. She was a servant and was found guilty of theft. And in December 1648, she was indicted for hanging with the devil, basically. (laughs) She was detained and then tortured for years. So, under much duress, she confessed to being in cahoots with the devil and uncleanliness with men and the devil. Any questions? No. Some have claimed that this would be the first confession, but I'm going to have to go ahead and say, nope, not even close. I would say this would be the first false confession, the first coerced confession, because being tortured and then saying, yes, fine, yes, you, you got me, is not somebody telling the truth, clearly. So she was then hung in June of 1650 after she gave birth to a baby and somebody else took the baby and raised it as its own. Oh, that's about to ask. So did they hang the baby? No. <laughs> well, I mean, you didn't know because they would think, oh, well, the, he, the kid's related to... The devil? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in 1651... John Carrington would be the first man to be executed on charges of witchcraft. He was poor, and um, before his accusation, he was actually fined for bartering with Native Americans. Which, I don't understand how you'd be fined for bartering with I mean, how the Native are you gonna... people of this land, but okay. Because if you're gonna, you're probably bartering with Native Americans because you want something that you can't make or you can't get other than from Native Americans. But he got charged with that and forced to pay a fine. His second wife, Joan, apparently already had a reputation for being a witch, so 
goodbye, both of them. Yep. Not much is known about the trial for them, or who even accused them, but they are both hung in March of 1651. The next is Goodwife Bassett. And in case you are wondering, Goodwife is an archaic version of Miss. Good to know. Exactly. She was executed in 1651. There is no record of her first name or what caused her to be accused or the circumstances in her case. But before she was killed, she did name another woman as a witch in Fairfield, Connecticut. And it is by all understanding and evidence that it was Goodwife Knapp. And again, we have no first name. But before she was put to death, many people came to her and told her to help them figure out other witches. Probably saying like, if you tell us the names of other witches, you shall live. So she named other people that were randomly, that she would try and get anything out of it, and so she could just drag people down, that way she didn't get... Yeah, well, that didn't work out. No. So after much mm. pressure, she finally gave in and gave up Goody Staples. She must have thought, like you, we think, that if she did, she'd save her own life. But no. <laughs> Mary Staples' husband had gotten into a lawsuit with their neighbor, Roger Ludlow. In 1654, Ludlow told people that Mary Staples was in the business of lying and was probably a witch. So after those accusations, Mary's husband sued Ludlow for slander. You know what slander is, right? Nope. So say somebody made up lies about you? Yep. And then told other people? Yeah. That's slander. Oh. I knew that existed back then. Yeah, right? Yeah. They believed in witches, but they still believe. Don't talk shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean... During the hearing, Ludlow called witnesses to prove that Goody Knapp came down the ladder at her hanging and told them that Mary was a witch. Others testified that Mary questioned uh, Good Goody Knapp's uh, conviction, and others reported that Mary had told them that she didn't believe Knapp was a witch or that there weren't witches at all. So, Goody Knapp basically didn't believe in witches. She's saying, no, this is ridiculous. And uh, when... What is her name? Goodwife Knapp, after she was hung and they checked their body for a witch's mark, which is some sign of the devil, Mary was a part of that, and she said, if this woman has a witch's mark, then so do I. So that basically was like, oh, there you go, she's in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah, so... Okay. Do you know what a witch's mark would be? The three things... The, the six, 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 six? No, like an extra nipple. Mm. <laughs> like a third nipple. No, I meant like the three the three things, like the... Devil's. Oh, the pitchfork? <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't don't the devils like carry that? I don't, I don't think so. Oh, I thought that was just like a symbol... Oh well, yeah, it's a, I mean a pitchfork, but you carry a pitchfork too. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we should go to the horses. Yeah. So basically, going against the grain in that world back in the day was. There you go. You were going to get accused of witchcraft. So if you didn't believe in witches, you were a witch. If you thought somebody was that was being accused of a witch wasn't a witch, you're going to be the witch instead. 
So then, if you thought witches were real, then you would be in trouble, wouldn't you? No. If you oh, thought yeah, witches, you just go around accusing everybody. That's what you do. <laughs> That'd be a fun job, getting so, people to accuse But, people. on a good note, she was actually acquitted of the charges. So she got Dropped. to live. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, Mary Staples lived. Who made that decision? Well, we will see, won't we? Oh, no, I just want to know. <laughs> No, I just, they might, they didn't have any proof, just because this guy said you're a witch. Apparently she was liked enough that people didn't believe it. So when everybody else, when that happened to everybody else, they didn't get... But maybe they weren't liked, remember? That's true. So, do you want to hear a real sad story? This will be the last one. Yes. Okay, this is Lydia Gilbert. Good name. You don't like the name Lydia? I mean, that dude is just weird. I mean, yeah, yeah, knew a woman named Lydia. Yeah, yeah, actually has a painting that Lydia um, painted. For everybody that doesn't know, yeah, yeah is my grandmother, and Momo is my great grandmother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is my mom. Yeah. Um, Lydia Gilbert was falsely accused. Clearly, I mean, was any of them? No. So, a man named Thomas Allen was a young sh- soldier, and he accidentally killed another man named Henry Stiles. He had his musket, and he cocked it, and then he dropped it next to a tree, and it went off and killed Henry. Not Harry. It's Henry Stiles. <laughs> Question? Yeah. Is he related to Harry Styles? Well, Harry Styles, Maybe, because Harry Styles is British, and... Uh, so these people were, were British. They came over here. I mean, that could he maybe he could be. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe not, because this guy's dead. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so he was accidentally killed by Thomas Allen's gun. Thomas Allen was tried and found guilty of homicide by misadventure. That's a weird name. Misadventure. I'm guessing it's changed over time. Well, I think we call it, like... When you accidentally kill somebody, mm, but you, I, well, they don't you know it, it's, it's right there. It's on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of the name of it. I know, right? Me. Yeah. You. So, at the time of his death, Henry was boarding at the home of Lydia Gilbert, and apparently that is enough to cry witchcraft. Thomas Allen said that she, by witchcraft, made his gun to go off and kill Henry. Yes. Why do this? Why does he say he cocked it? I mean, he's got to be. Mean, there's facts, and then there's what they want to. Yeah, what they want to believe. So she was indicted for having caused Thomas's gun to go off by witchcraft, and then she was hung in 1654. Some good news, though. John Winthrop Jr., who was the governor of the colony, changed the law. He made it a requirement that more than one person had to see. They accused as a specter at the same time. Good for you. <laughs> so, if you said, Stephanie came in, she flew into my room on a broomstick and smacked me in the face with that broomstick, you need to have your dad to see it at the same time, too. Exact same time, see the exact same thing. Oh, that's cool. So, due to the governor's involvement, no one was killed for witchcraft after 1662, and he overturned many cases as well. Good for him. (laughs) 
Although this was a big deal and many people were accused and subsequently killed, not many people are aware of the trials in Connecticut, and I find that horrifying that still 11 people died. And not many people know about it. No. You not probably at all. had to search for this really hard just to find information. Well, you saw my binder. Yeah, I mean, that was big. <laughs> the um, descendants of the people that are killed are trying to get their families, um, like, records cleared, basically, to say that they weren't witches and that it was wrong that they were killed. Like they did in Salem. They did that for the people in Salem. That's nice of them. Well, <laughs> that's the least they can do, just like yeah. the building that they, they had for Alice wrong. Young. Yeah. Back then, they used the Bible as a way to convict and condemn anyone who didn't follow it. And sad to say, like we said, it's still happening today. Mm-hmm. Those who don't learn from the past are destined to repeat it. Right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You've heard that, right? Yeah. If you don't know your history, you'll repeat it. So pay attention to social studies. <laughs> yeah, I am pretty good at that. At least in that one class. Right. Well, that is the story of the Connecticut Witch Trials. What do you think? I think it was good. You think the Connecticut Witch Trials are good? <laughs> I mean, I think the story was like good to listen to, but not like that happened. I mean, yeah. Would you like to go to Connecticut and see the sites over there? Yes. Could we host the podcast in that Building? Yes. No. Oh. Freak me out. I mean, more than episode, I mean. Apparently, I need to take you to Salem, too. Yeah. So, I hope you all enjoyed our very first episode. I put a lot of hard work into it. I'm really happy with it. I know Mikhail's happy with it. Definitely. We were both very nervous at the start of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you Quite, get- quite fidgety. <laughs> I promise that the episodes go on, we become more polished and less nervous. I hope you all keep listening, and I hope we get to see you next week when we come out with a new episode and I will have a new guest host. Don't forget to like and follow us on all the listening platforms, please. It helps us out so much. We love you, our macabre family, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Have a nice week. Bye, guys.